Welcome, friends. You're listening to the Mind Body Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Miramontes. This is where intuition meets education in the realms of spirituality, fitness, mindset, and more, all to create lasting change. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're like me, you probably don't listen to the outro. So today, right out the jump, I am going to ask you for a favor. And if you get something out of listening to the show, will you please just rate and review the podcast? It only takes a second of your time, but it helps me out so much and I would really appreciate it. You know the cliche, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Today, I'm going to ask you to indulge me here as I annoy you because I'm going to confirm that you cannot, in fact, fail unless, of course, you quit. Another cliche. Hear me out. You start out a new program from that place of doom and gloom. There's usually some very emotional driver behind the reason you want change. You split your genes. Been there. Someone in your family commented about your weight. Been there. Your job and the fact that you haven't provided any grand spawn to continue the family legacy. Whether you're ready to move out of your shitty apartment or drop a dress size, it comes from something that reminds you that you are not where you should be. Of course, all that should is in your mind and isn't rooted in reality, but that is a topic for another day. Now let's say that you have decided that you are going to get your shit together and change your life. You're plugging along, maybe even seeing some changes, and then you start to do what I refer to as the slow quit. You start shaving off little bits of your perfect plan. Maybe you have a few extra bites. You start eating in front of the television again after committing to eating undistracted and being present with your meals. But only at dinner. Weekends get a little lax and spending a few extra dollars isn't really going to impact your savings plan that you committed to, right? Now, I'm a stickler about having a pretty messy journey and learning along the way. Perfection is a cop-out and a cover-up. If you're doing everything perfectly, you're either lying or box-checking. If you need to know more about box-checking, go down the list of podcasts. It's all in there. But eventually, that Jenga tower is going to fall. But what I'm also pretty committed to is helping my clients see the areas where they are lying to themselves because they're generally putting forth a lot of effort in other ways, especially emotional effort, only to sabotage themselves with little bits of bullshit that add up to stealing any real chance at permanent change. There are many reasons why people do this, but today I'm gonna talk about fear of failure. Let's face it, if I told you with 100% confidence that there is no way in hell you wouldn't get exactly what you wanted tomorrow, If you just committed to eating undistracted for life, that's it. Would you do it? Would it seem like this big, hard, impossible thing if the reward was immediately visible to you? Of course not. But since I'm asking you to do the work first, your fear is rearing its ugly head. That scared inner voice is telling you that you won't succeed. Why should you give up your nighttime snacking? Why should you give up your favorite coping mechanism? Numbed out binge eating. Why bother exercising? You've done it before, succeeded-ish, and then all your success went to shit because you're a loser who can't change. Yikes, can you hear that shit? No wonder you quit in your head before you even start. Your fear is that you won't succeed or worse, 
you'll go backward. And then you're going to have to face everyone that saw your journey of gain, lose, regain, gain more again. You'll have to experience the pain of being judged. Worse, you'll experience the pain of judging yourself. That's why you never threw out the larger clothes in your closet. Part of you knew that buying larger clothes would be unacceptable. So you kept them like a dirty little secret, knowing you'd be back here someday. You might be rolling your eyes right now telling me that if you knew how to do that stuff, you would already be doing it. But you do know how. You already do it in other areas of your life. If you apply for a job, you already trust that you're going to show up for the agreed hours of work. You're going to get paid the agreed amount, right? You don't have this mental commentary about giving up your time and fearing that you won't get paid. You don't have this doubt that the payoff is there, so you just don't show up at all. You know that for your efforts, there will be an exchange, the exchange will be worth it, and it will give you the life that you have set out to live. But here's the secret. You can't fail if you get your mind right. And don't worry, my friend. I am going to tell you how to do just that. First and foremost, commit to the mess. Remind yourself that the change is going to take time, sometimes a long time. I know you hate to hear that, but it's true. Every shortcut that you've ever taken has paid off a total of zero. The long game is the shortcut. Second, give yourself a range. Screw perfection. You won't learn anything from that. Instead, find an acceptable range for learning. Here's what I mean. Imagine you're at the start of a very long road. Each time you make a choice to support your goal, you take one step forward. Still with me? Let's pause for a little context. In my program, no foods are off limits, and instead we focus on some core habits that you can use for life. So the deprivation is gone, and if you're still eating these triggering foods between your meals, then it's time to get curious about why. Okay, moving on. Instead of quitting and telling yourself that you're a failure for eating a whole pizza when you weren't even hungry, you think about the steps you've already taken. You've determined that your goal matters to you and you're tired of your own bullshit. Step forward. You signed up for a program. You got a coach. Huge step forward. Putting money on the line is a big deal for a lot of folks. Out of about 21 meals per week, you are seated and undistracted about 70% of the time. Awesome. You got two out of three workouts done this week. Great. You got eight hours of sleep for the first time in two years last night. Step, 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 all forward. This has gone on for a few weeks now, and you're making some great progress. Even if it isn't showing up in your clothes yet, you are changing. And then you down that pizza. Your internal doubter and food police kicks in to remind you that you're addicted to carbs, lies, and you should throw in the towel, more lies. It's so easy to forget all these steps forward because not only are you in physical pain from the overeating, but you're also in mental anguish because that inner voice is showing you the evidence that you are not different. You are just the same as you always were. You're wasting your time, money, and energy on some bullshit that isn't going to help you out at all. Sounding familiar yet? That inner critic that is reflecting your fear of failure is really just showing you how you're going to feel if you lose. What it isn't showing you is that no damage has been done. 
you're at a tipping point right now. You can say, screw it, or you can go deeper. Ask your inner critic why it's panicking, why it's shouting, what it needs in order to feel better. Nothing is lost here. You overate at one meal. You either didn't take a step forward or you took a couple steps back at worst. You didn't go back to the starting line. This one moment cannot erase the efforts you already put in to begin changing who you are. Food can't do that. Only you can decide whether or not you're committed to being someone who grows through the mess or someone who quits when the fear of failure sets in. Because if you really believed that you had it in you to make permanent change, you wouldn't let one episode of overeating become the end of your journey. You would see it as nothing more than an opportunity to get to know yourself better and learn why you choose food when your body is asking for something else. So next time you find yourself in full-on self-sabotage mode, instead of throwing in the towel, ask yourself why you're afraid of failure. What are you making it mean that you made a poor choice? And what options do you have instead of quitting? There are many. And lastly, when you talk about fear of failure, sometimes it's best just to look backward for reassurance. What is the best thing that has ever happened as a result of things not going as planned? We all have moments like that. I gained 40 pounds because I went through a hailstorm of hormone issues in the midst of a pretty restrictive diet, and I fell flat on my face in every way. The best thing that could have happened to me in terms of making me a good coach was that experience. I have so much compassion and empathy as well as knowledge because of the shame and embarrassment that I felt while I was going through it. That wasn't how I wanted my story to go. I wanted to go on a diet, get lean, love my body forever, if only. Instead, I dieted, I burned out, I gained weight, quit my job, became a coach, learned a lot about who I was and what I wanted to do in the world, made a shit ton of mistakes, created a bunch of messes for myself, changed my philosophy, and now I get to change lives every single day and I love it. Trust me, it was a painful process and sometimes it still is, but most of that pain was due to the fact that I kept thinking that I was a failure that couldn't get anything done, that I couldn't get anything right, that my body hated me, I didn't expect it to be messy, and I didn't know that curiosity squashes fear and shame like nothing else. So that's what I'm inviting you to do today. Commit to the process, sure, but commit to the mess more. Commit to letting it be shitty some days. Commit to not feeling like doing the work sometimes. Commit to being your own best detective and keep reminding yourself that the only failure is quitting And even then, it's not really a failure. It's a shift in priorities. That's all I have for you today. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and listening. If you have any questions, any thoughts, or if any of this landed for you, I would love to hear from you. Tag me on social media, screenshot the episode and share it with your friends. Shoot me an email, send me a DM. All that information is going to be in the show notes. I would love to hear what your thoughts are. And I hope you have a great week. Bye.